Hello everyone, this is Mike Cleveland here with my wife Jody, and we're so glad to be coming to you today from our home in Long Beach, Washington. Jody, we have a special podcast today, don't we? We do, and I'm super excited about it. We have some special guests to introduce. We do, and maybe we can just go around the table and you can say your name and where you're from. So let's start over here. Who do we have today? Well, I'm Dawn, and I live in Long Beach, Washington. Yay! I'm Kelly, and I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Yay. I'm Eric, and I live in Kingman, Arizona. And I'm Sylvia, and I'm Eric's other half from Kingman, Arizona. <laughs> right. And I'm Joss, I'm from Melbourne, Australia. Yay! <laughs> See, we're inviting everyone to in, enjoy this wonderful gift God has given us of all of our friends being here. There's a reason why we're, we're all here today. There's a reason why we've gathered together, and that is basically we wanted to be together, but we're starting a church tomorrow. It's called the Gospel Church. I'm excited about it. Right. And you guys have all, in love, came to support, to share, to give, to minister. And we thank you very much for coming, and we're going to have a podcast together right? so our listeners can just hear us simply talking. Now, we've decided to go through a passage together, and it's in Exodus chapter 30, and we're just going to read it and talk about it. It's verses 11 to 16. Maybe we can each read a verse as we go around the table. So I'll start Exodus 30, verse 11. Then the Lord said to Moses, Whenever you take a census of the people of Israel, each man who is counted must pay a ransom for himself to the Lord. Then no plague will strike the people as you count them. Each one who crosses over to those already counted is to give a half shekel according to the sanctuary shekel, which weighs 20 gerahs. This half shekel is an offering to the Lord. All who cross over, those twenty years old or more, are to give an offering to the Lord. The rich shall not pay more, and the poor shall not pay less than the half shekel, when you give the contribution to the Lord to make atonement for yourselves. And ye shall take the atonement money from the people of Israel, and shall give it for the service of the tent of meeting, that it may bring the people of Israel to remembrance before the Lord, so as to make atonement for your lives. Is that it, right? That's the last it? one? No. I think yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we have this uh, very interesting law that we're looking at here. The law was called the payment of a ransom price. In order to be counted as the people of Israel, a payment was required. So as you, as you look at this, what thoughts do you have as we look at the first couple of verses there that each person had to pay a ransom for himself? What thoughts do you guys have as you think about that? Well, I think of, um, you know, how much of a burden that would be. Um, if, you know, especially if you're, if you have in mind the, um, how much you sinned mm. and how much you've wronged. And of course, back then under the law, how much you've transgressed the law. Um, and you pay this shekel, but you know it's not sufficient. Mm -hmm. You know that it won't um, really pay what you owe. Um, 
So I, I just think of, you know, the burden that, that they must carry to 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 have to bring this ransom, you know, to have to have to pay this. It's a really good point, Kelly, and if you think about it, this certainly must be pointing forward to something else because they had to keep doing it. So it's like the payment was never enough. Never enough. I gotta, I got to keep doing this on a, I think it was an annual basis. Every time this came around, a payment had to be made. It was never sufficient. It must be pointing forward to some other payment that would be sufficient. But let's just keep talking about this a little bit. As we go on, what things would the payment do? If you look specifically in verse 12 and 13 and onward, what did the payment accomplish? It, it blocked the plague. Okay, it blocked the plague. Right? Right? The coronavirus? The, <laughs> the whatever co- plague the that was, right? Uh, it, was, it was deadly plague, whatever it was, and, um, and this payment would keep it from striking the people. Right? It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I love that. Right? So Me you can... S- huh? No, I love that, po- that point. It's awesome that the, the payment, you would have to pay the price. And it would, it would stop the plague. Right. Uh, otherwise, what's going to happen? The plague's coming. Right. <laughs> and, uh, but the payment, I love that. The payment stops the plague, and I love how everyone paid the same price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's important. Rich, yeah. poor, there was one price to be paid yes. for all people. That's very interesting, isn't it, Mike? Yes. Because you were saying it points forward to something else. Right. You something can, greater. You mm-hmm. can see all of this pointing forward. In fact, uh, what other things did the plague do? Uh, sorry, did the plague, did the payment do? <laughs> did the payment do? <laughs> right? What other things? If you look through this passage, and I'm sure maybe our listeners, hopefully they're looking through their Bibles and seeing some things that this payment accomplished. It stopped the plague. What else did it do? It saved your life. Saved your life. <laughs> right? Yeah. Indeed. It atoned for their lives. It atoned. It was a ransom. Yeah. Yeah. Right? What's a ransom? Who, who knows what a ransom is? You're buying it's a rescue, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I pay the price. Uh, it's almost like uh, you know, give me twenty million dollars, and we'll let him go. Mm. Right, right. And so, obviously, that was the price that Christ paid for us, mm. and right. we were that important. He loved us that much yeah. that he'd be willing to pay the ultimate price for us. Right. Exactly right. And um, also, um, in verse fifteen, you can see it purified their lives. Yes, I liked that. Right? Yes, this offering or this price is given to purify your lives. Think about something. In our day and age, people want to be clean, mm, right? Nice. And so they go through all kinds of maybe 12-step groups or, you know, what do they, what do they say when I've been, been clean for 30 days from something, right? They, I'm clean from it. Yeah. Okay, no, actually, it takes a payment of a price in order to make your life clean. And, and this is what we're getting to now. We're starting to see that it obviously points forward to something. Because a shekel, which is the payment price for each person, can't cleanse your life. No. Right. No. Uh, and so what, what are we getting at? So it stops the plague. It ransoms you. It cleanses you. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you guys saw? Well, in my version, in verse 16, it says, It will bring the Israelites to the Lord's attention. 
mm-hmm. I loved that. I mean, who doesn't want to be seen? Who doesn't want to be noticed, right? Mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of people out there today who do all manner of things trying to be seen. They just want to be noticed. Mm-hmm. And, um, and here, this payment, this is the thing that, oh, I see you. I, mm-hmm. I um, purify you. I rescue you, I ransom you. This is the thing that's going to bring the Israelites and, or, and, and yeah. um, future, looking forward to the cross, us yeah. to, yes. to uh, the Lord. Yeah. There's one other thing that it does. Oh, mine, I see. Says, mine says the money will be used for service for the tent of meeting. Oh, okay. okay. I like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and so the payment of this price then is used in the service and the ministry Right. Uh, for the people of Israel. But there's one more thing. Uh, I keep verse. seeing all these. <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, probably my favorite one. Uh, well, I mean, all of them are right. amazing. But it would be a memorial of the atonement oh. for your lives. Yeah. yeah. What verse is this? Yeah. Super Sixteen. Powerful. 16. Verse 16. Okay. okay. All right. Good. So now we got one more. So there's one more. <laughs> there's it, one more. Go ahead. Is it the sacrifice? Okay. So it says, it say? um, is counted um, and give a small piece of silver as a sacrifice, as an offering. Mm-hmm. And okay. that's what we're looking forward to, right? We're, yes. we're pointing forward of the ultimate sacrifice, yes. the ultimate offering for mm-hmm. each of us. Today. Yes. Amen. Yes. Exactly right, Don. Are you talking one more. About yes. It makes, one more. You, it makes you right. It makes you right. I finally found it. I was like, where is he? Verse 15. Yes. It, I think it might depend on the version. What is your version? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, verse 15 in, in the NLT says, When this offering is given to the Lord to purify your lives, making you right with Him. And then it goes into the rich must not give more, and the poor should not give less. So, yeah. yeah that's making, all mine says. Mine's more generic, and I love that version. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Much I say it's a tone for your lives. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Tone like for your that. lives. Yeah. Making you right. right. It's yeah. all the same thing. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So make a summary, then, of what this payment would do, right? It stops the plague. It cleanses your life. It makes you right with God. It makes an atonement for you. It ransoms you. It saves your life. Right? Look what God's doing. <laughs> he's, he's, he's in essence turned a spotlight on the coming payment. Mm-hmm. Because it says in 1 Peter that we have not been redeemed or ransomed or saved with silver or gold. Right. But with what? Precious, the precious blood. blood. The precious blood of Jesus. Yeah. A lamb without spot or blemish. Mm-hmm. When Jesus went to the cross, this particular passage was fulfilled in its entirety. Meaning, he ransomed you from sin and death. He paid your price. He, he paid, paid the price. your price. Amen. He paid the price to clean your life. Right? So we're no longer filthy. Why? Because he became filthy for us. Mm. He became sin on our behalf on your behalf. You don't have to try now to become clean by doing your best. What you have to do is receive. Mm -hmm. Receive that you're clean right now before God. You are holy and spotless and pure before God. Colossians 1, 
21 and 22 says that you are in God's sight perfect, holy, spotless, without blemish or fault as you stand before God. The payment of Jesus Christ, the blood he shed, stopped the plague of God's wrath. Because Jesus went right into that plague Mm. and all of it fell on him and he drank the cup of God's wrath completely to its last drop. There's not a drop left for you. Mm. Not a drop. You'll never experience the plague Mm. of God's wrath. You and I are free. We're clean. We're free. We're ransomed. We're saved. We're set free. We're made right. Hallelujah. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Hallelujah. What a Savior. That's right. Come on. That's right. I'm ready to run. (laughs) (laughs) Who's that running around the room? (laughs) Jason Kelly. I mean, like you said earlier, it's not a 30-day. I've abstained from something for 30 days. Right. Okay, I mean, that's... But we're going back to it because that's our old nature. Yeah. But in our new nature, we're, we're set free from that. Uh, we're given a new life. I mean, uh, we're set free from the slavery. And if Jesus sets us free, we're free indeed. Okay. It doesn't mean we'll never sin again. It means we're free from sin's power, from sin's slavery, from sin's grip. Uh, the meeting place, the cross is the meeting place of service where Jesus went into our service and was the gap between man and God. And mm. It's just beautiful, the ransom. It's, it's all just so much to take in here. Uh, and every time we talk about the gospel and share it with one another, our hearts are captured again, like it's the first time we ever heard it. Right. And, and, and we just rejoice in it and we worship in it. And we just want others that are listening to... To, to see the cross as we're, as we're discussing it and, and believe it and take hold of it firmly and run with it mm-hmm. and, and, and experience new life in Christ. Mm-hmm. That is so well said. <laughs> I want to say, hey man, that was a great podcast, but, but we got just a little more. So one of the things that, that's often helpful for us is to contrast what we are now and have now with what we would have been before the price were paid. Mm. Okay. So if we've been ransomed, we were taken captive, enslaved. We were in bondage to sin. If the plague has stopped because of the payment, we were going to be taking the wrath of God ourselves. All his arrows were aimed at us. And Jesus stepped right in the middle and they shot him through. And not one of them got through him to us. What are some other things that you see in this passage that we were, but aren't anymore? I think it's the works, right? Mm-hmm. Everything that I yeah. was trying to do when Eric was saying about, you know, I have 30 days and of clean, of purity, right? Well, that's all based on what I'm doing, how mm-hmm. I'm trying, and I know every time I would fail, and thankfully, coming out, hearing the gospel with you guys, realizing it's not in what I do, but what Christ has already done and what he's already Amen. doing through me and in me. So that work based, I'm free from that. I no longer have to have that and try to live up to something that's impossible. Right. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's beautiful. To God be the glory. Amen. What else? I, I think what? about going from a mindset of constantly trying to achieve to now receiving. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to achieve my atonement. I don't have to 
make myself right. I don't have mm-hmm. to purify myself. I don't have to clean myself. You know, my acceptance and my love is not based on what I can achieve and what I can attain, attain to. Now I just receive it, to receive it all given to me freely. So it just uh, that that transition of turning from um, uh, trying to do it yourself to rest in the fact that it's already done, Amen. and now you just receive it. Yes. Yeah. It's so true, Kelly, isn't it? You strive to try and reach that place where we're going to be remembered by God, that we're going to be counted as if um, we're only going to be seen by God if we do something to make him happy. But he has made us happy in, in Christ, through mm. Christ's blood, and now we rest. Mm. We rest in him and uh, we are seen in him. There's no more striving to be seen because we're counted and uh, we are part of the family. So it's just such a joy to see the contrast then and now, what yes. we were and what we are now. Amen. Amen. Yeah. In addition to that, Josh kind of stole my words. You <laughs> thief. <laughs> in verse 16 where it says um, that he reconciled, you know, it's to be we were reconciled, we were won over. You know, the blood has washed us, and that does give us great rest that we can, and the peace that we carry now. Mm. Me being able to get off all my heart medication because now I can mm. rest in Christ and not be stressed about having to work, you know, put my mm. efforts into um, being washed in the blood of Christ. You know, I'm cleansed from everything, from head to toe, right? And um, it's, it's a beautiful piece, beautiful piece. Did, mm-hmm. did, so are you saying that you were on heart medication yeah. and, and the reason for that you seem to link to stress or? Absolutely. Okay. And By so, the law. I think I was living a lot under the law and, and when I found and just really, or when actually through setting captives free, um, being shared the gospel message that we are in Christ and he is not a God of, of works or of worry or of stress, he's a God of peace and comfort and and love, and it just changed my whole outlook on what he has done for me. And took what you I off of heart med- medication? Yeah. Wow. I was able to go off my heart medication. I think I was on it for um, 21, 11 years, something like that. It was a while that wow. I was on it, and it's been wonderful. Mm. The peace I carry has been wonderful. Wow. Well, you heart, so you don't need that heart medication. Mm. <laughs> you got a new heart. Amen. I like that. That's beautiful. Um, as we, as we kind of wrap it up, I have one more passage to wrap this up with. But the question to lead into this passage is, how much was the payment? How much? Can anybody tell me? One shift. Half a shekel, fourteen pence apparently. So, how it's so yeah. little when we think of the cost, right? The cost of Jesus, uh, his whole body, which was given his for whole us, body. Mm-hmm. and his blood, yeah, right, and his soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. But think heart. about that cost right now. Half a shekel. Okay, keep that in mind, and let's turn to Matthew chapter seventeen, and as you're turning. I'm just going to remind you of this story. I know where you're going. <laughs> oh. ah, these Bible students, they always know before we ever get there. Uh, so here's a, a question where the Jews had come to Peter and say, Hey, doesn't your master pay the temple tax? 
And Peter says, well, well yes, he, he does. Then he went into the house. Now, I love this phrase. I'm looking at Matthew 17, verses 25 and on. Look at this. But before Peter had a chance to speak, <laughs> Jesus asked him, now, wait a minute. How does Jesus know? <laughs> Jesus right? knows everything. Before he had a chance to speak, he said, what do you think, Peter? Do kings tax their own people or the people they have conquered? Well, that's an easy question. It's the people they've conquered. Well, then, Jesus said, the citizens are free. However, we don't want to find to offend them, so go down to the lake and throw in a line, open the mouth of the first fish you catch, and you will find how much? Shekel. One shekel. One Amen. shekel. One shekel. So, who's, who's, who else is Jesus paying for here? He, He's got the payment for himself because he just asked, hey, do we pay taxes? So he's paying for himself and he's also paying Peter's tax. Because mm. remember, one shekel paid for two. Okay? Now here's a question to think about. Why was this had to be paid? Why? It says it right there in order to what? In verse 27. We, we don't want to offend. offend. Right. Don't In order offend. to stop the offense, the payment has to be made. Mm. In order that there would be no offense, this payment that Jesus made for Peter, the offense would stop. Mm. We don't want to offend those people. And you and I sit in this room and our listeners are with us. And we have offended a holy God. Amen. We've turned our backs, we've thumbed our noses, we've, we've in essence said, I'll live however the heck I want to live. Thank you. <coughs> and in order to stop the offense, the payment was made. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. He paid for us. Yeah. He paid mm -hmm. with his life's blood. <laughs> and if you think about this, the reason that God is not offended at us, right. the reason he can pour out his love upon us is because Jesus paid the price for us. Amen. We offended by not keeping the law. A price was paid for that. We offended by living our own way. A price was paid for that. Listen, this is what you should know from this passage. Jesus loves you Amen. so much that he paid for you and stopped the offense, stopped the plague on your behalf, and you're free. And it cost you nothing. He paid for you. As we think about closing just now, I want to know, how does this affect your heart as you think about it? Does anybody want to just share how it affects your heart? It just overwhelms me to, to hear and to see. Uh, it overwhelms me that God would love me that much. Mm. That Christ would be willing to pay the ultimate price for us. Dirty, rotten sinners, enemies of God. Right. Who goes into enemy territory to rescue people mm -hmm. like that? Um, to shed his own blood, to 
I mean, it's incredible. It's overwhelming mm -hmm. that he would love us that, this much, uh, that he would lay down his life for us, that he would shed his blood, he would allow those he created to pound nails into his hands and feet <laughs> to be lifted up as a rescue mission for us. I mean, you, you can't get enough of this message. You can't Amen. get enough of this loving Christ who came to purchase us, not with shekels, but with his precious blood. It's overwhelming in a good way. It's heart-wrenching in a great way. And it's life-giving now and forever. Amen. And we just love talking about this message. It's a message of, of hope, the message of freedom, the message of life, reconciliation, ransom, and on and on we could go about the love of Christ as for us. Amen. Anybody else? How does it affect you? Well, um, you know, it's just... It just shows me another, you know, another example how, you know, um, the gospel, the story of the gospel is being told over and over again and just small ways that it's so easy to overlook. But when you get it, it's so impactful um, because, you know, you know, you struggle with sin, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, sometimes we struggle with thinking about ourselves more than we thinking about Christ and think about what he's done. And then you're going to think, you know, you know. You know, I'm offending him, you know, but, but this just reminds me that, you know, again, you know, the offense is paid for, you know, I'm not an offense to God today, you know, I, I fell short, you know, um, I struggled, I sinned, but I'm not offensive to him today um, because of what Christ did way back then. Mm -hmm. You know, he stopped the offense of what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and that doesn't make you want to keep offending. Mm -hmm. You know, it breaks your yeah. heart. And you just, mm -hmm. just want to, you know, you just want to receive that forgiveness that washes you and reminds you that you're okay. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not dealing with you according to your sin right now. He's dealing with you according to the payment that has already mm -hmm. been paid. Right. You know, and it just, yeah. Kelly, you brought up a good point about um, not being offensive to God now, even though we sin, mm -hmm. that it makes you not want to continue right. in sin. The reason I bring this up is because those who are under the law would say that you need to focus on the law and try your best to keep it and work hard and strain toward it and keep striving after it to do better and to the law is only given for one purpose which is to put us to death to condemn us and to put us to death that's it that is the purpose of the law is to condemn that we might run as quick as we can to the cross that we would be not condemned no there is therefore now no condemnation for us who are in Christ Jesus. And people who want to place the law before you as a means of sanctification or being free from sin are actually putting you in bondage to sin. Right. Because remember 1 Corinthians 15, 58, the law is the power of sin. Right. It's not freedom from sin, it's the power of sin. Right. Only when we're under grace are we free from sin. Mm -hmm. So that was a very good point. I appreciate you making that. To contrast the differences in religions, mm -hmm. yeah. really. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Don, I'm going to call on you. And I noticed as we were talking this that it hit your heart. And can you just explain how? It became personal. Amen. So it's so easy to say that this is what God has done for everyone else. (laughs) But to say this is what he's done for me. Right. Just makes me feel so overjoyed, so loved that, yes, he went to the cross for all of you, but he went for me too. Right. (laughs) And I can hardly take that in. It's just that he loved me, Don, so much that he would suffer and go through all of this just because he loves me. Right. Just made it very personal. Yeah. It is very personal. It is. How can you look at a man who's dangling on a tree covered in blood, sweat, and tears and say it's not personal? Uh, he hung for me. I should have been there. We just sang this before we started, but I should have. He took my place. It should have been me. Right. It's personal. And so is the freedom. Amen. <laughs> so is the love we experience. And the joy that we all have as we focus on the cross together. This has been an excellent time. Does anybody have any final comments as we bring this to a close? I'm just so thankful. I'm thankful not only for, I guess I should say supremely, for what Christ has done for me and for you um, through his payment of his, uh, at the cross, um, paying for our sin completely fully but i'm super thankful just to worship him with all of you mm-hmm. and to share this with mm-hmm. the world and um you know i think a lot of times mike and i do these podcasts and we're so excited and so thankful to be able to share how the gospel has impacted our lives but to hear everybody else's voice chime in it's like I, it's mm-hmm. like a little foretaste of heaven you know it's just a little bitty bit because in heaven we're all going to be mm-hmm. singing and it'll all be just this beautiful song through the ages right this new song that we sing of praise to our savior and I'm it's just I want to say thank you mm-hmm. thank you so much one other thing I want to say as we end and that is simply this Do you guys see the unity (laughs) that we have together? Would would anybody want to do anything that would ruin this unity? This is how churches stay unified. We look at one thing together and we gaze and we fix our eyes and we, and we don't look left and we don't look right. We just gaze and we gawk and we stare and, and we're in awe as if we're seeing it for the first time, standing as a sinner lost, mm-hmm. seeing the price paid. Amen. And this is both humbling and it makes us grateful. Amen. And it's unifying. Amen. Jesus prayed for our unity. He said... Father, may they be one as you and I are one. But he not only prayed for our unity, he died for our unity. Mm -hmm. And it is only when we look away from the cross that we see something else. And, oh, this becomes important, and we take a stand on this. And I'm going to... 
that tells you I'm not looking where I need to be looking. If I'm taking stands on this and that and all the issues that we could be fighting over and the right and the left and the wrong and the <laughs> stupid, remember that? You're, no. Right. No, we stop all that. Amen. And what do we do? We say, worthy is the lamb mm -hmm. who was slain. Amen. Yes. And as we do that, we are one. Mm -hmm. we are, I honestly believe we could sing Together as one. Mm -hmm. Of course, Don's here to lead it. Thank you guys so much for this time of worship. And to our listeners, we, we would just love to hear from you that you joined in in our worship today. Mm -hmm. We got people here from Arizona, from Tennessee, from Australia, and we're all one worshiping the Lamb of God. Mm -hmm. And we would like to hear from you that you joined in with us. Maybe... You saw for the first time how to be clean mm -hmm. through the ransom paid, not your own efforts. Mm -hmm. Maybe you've seen how it is that God would notice you, as Joss talked about and Jody, is through the ransom price paid. Maybe you know for the first time that you're no longer under the plague. <laughs> you've escaped the wrath of God. Mm -hmm. How can that be? the price paid for you. Amen. And if so, write to us at helpdesk. One word, helpdesk at settingcaptivesfree.com. We'd love to hear from you. Eric, can you close us in prayer? Oh, yes, absolutely. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for this opportunity to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. the ransom paid. Uh, we can't pay ourselves our debt for our sin. Jesus had to. And he willingly went to the cross for us, the meeting place where we're reconciled back to the Father. Our sins or sin debt is canceled, no record of wrong held against us. Mm. Uh, this good news changes us from the inside out. Without hands, a circumcision made in our hearts mm. makes us a new creation in Christ. Mm. Not those who want to go out and sin, but but thankful because we're free from it. We yeah. want to go worship at the cross and say, thank you, Jesus, for what you've done for me. It's almost too good to be true. Mm -hmm. But the greatest story ever told at the cross of Jesus Christ when he laid down his life right. and took it up again, we've died with him, uh, we were buried with him, we were raised with him to new life, and we're seated with him in heaven. Mm -hmm. How awesome it is to proclaim this good news and we say thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.